In three, two, one, action. Oh, it's a low energy afternoon here at the weekday studios. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, welcome to the weekday, by the way. I'm so uh, honestly, I'm slow jams. Yeah, we're going to slow jam. Slow jams yeah, the I forgot weekday. to start the stopwatch yeah. again. Uh, we're going to slow jam, slow jam. Yeah, slow jam on Tuesday afternoon here. Welcome to the weekday. I'm Andy. Hello, I'm Michael. Mike. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> and over that there, that guy is. Hey, I am Justin. Oh, this is great. We're just going around the horn. Uh, so hey. we're episode, this is episode 50 something of the weekday. And Three, so, four, no, 54. Five. 54. We're recording, we're recording on a Tuesday afternoon. And uh, normally what happens in our podcast is we talk for a little bit and then we go into a topic and then we close out with some sort of something. And I want to give you, Mike, oh. uh, before we get all the stuff you know, all of the credits and everything. I want to give you a choice of two things to talk about. Okay. Number one. Okay. Uh, the snack selection over in the green room and, or why the kettle corn is probably the worst thing I've ever had. Cause there's a vanilla one in there that is absolutely yeah, I, the, heavens awful. The, uh, the popcorn selection from a, a one Miss Whitney Miller. I appreciate what Whitney did by yes. going. So here, <laughs> so we can either go with that or we can go with, um, why the Apple event was probably the most um, depressing thing that I've seen in a couple weeks. I mm. honestly, I don't know if anybody wants to hear about either one of those things. So let's talk about both of them real quick. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like a double. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. It's a double negative. It's great. Yeah. That's a not, not and. By the way, yeah. this is, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you so much. If you're watching this on Facebook, thank you so much. You can also listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, which we'll talk about them in a second. Oh, uh, oh, Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Google Podcasts, on Amazon Podcasts, and wherever else you find your podcasts, you can find The Weekday. Thank you so much for listening and being part of The Weekday Army. And seriously, uh, yeah, a heartfelt thank you for following us and for comments and for emails I've gotten. I got an email uh, today with actually another topic that we should talk about, which oh. we, you and I can talk about off air. Okay. It's pretty cool. Um, somebody emailed us, and so that was pretty great. But keep commenting keep liking keep sharing this with just one friend today yeah, subscribe uh, too i mean if you haven't already yeah, yeah. that, that really helps things. us out uh, all those things yeah. okay let's move into popcorn uh because right. i think my hot take later is going to be with about the apple thing but, okay all right um the normally what happens is the, just next door to the studio is what's called the green room and the green it's not actually green but what that means is that's it's not it's green the, nor is it a room no, no it's, a, it's, it's a green it's a green cavern yeah yeah it's, it's <laughs> a actually, little disappointing think about it you're right justin it is fairly mm. disappointing yeah uh but um whitney uh mike's uh associate what is she? No, she's the Lakeshore Campus Worship Leader. There we go. I don't know titles. Um, she's the Lakeshore Campus Worship Worship Leader. She uh, has the good fortune and the, really the foresight to go and buy a bunch of snacks for all of our volunteers, mm -hmm. which then get co-opted into some of the staff. And I have been trying to stay away from all those snacks. Um, but I walked by and there was a box of uh, assorted Skinny Pops, which I love Skinny Pop. Right. However, they were not normal Skinny Pops. It's they were... Nickname. What's that? That was my nickname in Skinny college. Skinny Pop? Yeah. <laughs> That's like that Justin Timberlake thing, Skinny right? Pop! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> NSYNC, yeah. Um, no, so the Skinny Pops themselves are three different flavors. There is a cinnamon and sugar, which I have not had. There's a... But, but, but you would... you stands to reason... It'd be okay. What, what... Yeah, what could cinnamon and sugar, like... That could never be bad. I mean, I've had cinnamon and sugar kettle corn before. When, like, you know, it just... There's a high probability that it won't suck. Like it right, might not be right, the yeah. best thing in the world, but it's right. cinnamon sugar. Like it's not going to suck. Right. Yeah. Um, That's true. Then there's a straight up, 
Just the, kettle corn. Yeah, kettle corn, which I, I don't mind kettle corn. Sure, I don't either. Sweet and salty. You know, you yeah. got to get a nice balance there. Yeah. yeah. Justin, how do you feel about kettle corn? Oh, I love it. Okay. Yeah. So good, good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Especially good answer. <laughs> kettle I mean. corn. Put it on the board. Let's go. Uh, and then the third most disappointing thing was a vanilla kettle corn. Yeah. I, it does not like. I haven't there's had that. one. Unlike the other kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. It, you might as well had sour apple kettle corn. Wait, oh, you mean it's, don't get me started. Wait, it's disappointing. Like, did you try it? Or? Yeah, no, I tried it. And oh, it was okay. not only was it disappointing, but it was soul crushing. Yeah. Um, uh, because I, I literally it was right before I came crushing. in while I was making this tea. I tried a bag. Man, I'm so. Hey, and no, Mike. Let's, it's been let's a, talk this out. It's no, been a day. This, it has been a day. Do you? Do you need our counselor Jeremiah to work work with you through I have, this? I have counseling in uh, on Wednesday, so okay. tomorrow. So. Do you think Do you think this is something you guys need to talk about? Probably. Yeah. Now okay. that I think about it, yeah. I we have to talk about a lot of things. So okay. this we'll just put this on the tab. Yeah, we'll just yeah. I got yeah. I I can't. You should lead with this. You just say what is I was this? I'm going to lead with the Apple event. What is this? What does this say about me that I don't like vanilla? Kettle corn. But I like I eat vanilla ice cream every single night. Yeah, but no, but so I, see, good. I don't think you're. I think, but I, well, here's what I think he'd say. I think he'd say, "Well, that's just one of those things that shouldn't exist." You know, like he'll just remove oh. that. From, he'll remove that from your yeah. plate as just being like, you know, you are right to get frustrated about this. Yeah, basically, okay. yeah. Mm. Oh, you just did. The, thanks, thanks, you're Jeremiah. Welcome. I appreciate you inhabiting his body. <laughs> Somebody's calling you right now. Doug Johnson. I don't know him. I probably shouldn't say his name online. Or on. Dougie J? Dougie Fresh? Dougie J? I will call you back later <laughs> yeah. after this is done. Yeah, absolutely. We're recording this to yeah. tape, so it's fine. It can technically, if we need to edit around this, yeah. we can. Um, but hey, uh, we are going to jump into a topic today. Real quick, Justin, before we uh, go to a quick break, what is your number one sort of bagged snack food in the world? Doritos. Doritos? Yep. Mm, okay. Anytime there's Doritos anywhere... Like in an in an assortment what, what kind of, of Dorito, uh, the the nacho one, nacho. Yeah, so there's the old school, the regular the stuff. Yeah. Oh. Do you remember when Michigan? Okay, we got to go in a second. Yeah. But in Michigan, there were the knockoff Doritos that had slightly less cheese yeah. and tasted slightly more like Santitas. Yep. <laughs> I loved those things. I, you know, Santitas really? makes like a nacho cheese. Um, you know, like version of. Do they really? Yeah, and I I bought them in McAllen, Texas, which is right on the line of Mexi- yeah. Mexico and Texas. Yeah. I found them at a gas station. Also, in this gas station, there was a large doll collection, like like, like Chucky dolls. No, like like three foot, yeah, kind of like three foot tall, like Mexican dolls. I mean, that lined the back wall oh, of that's this. Horrifying. Oh, it was. <laughs> but I did buy the Santita nacho cheese. And they mm. were and perfection. A and a doll. Well, I had to buy... No, I bought a few of those. Um, you bought three dolls, you got a bag of well, chips Well, it's just free. like, you know, I would give them out at shows. And <laughs> sign them. Yeah, <laughs> sign it right on the forehead. Here yeah. you go. And, you know, it's just a thing. It's a thing that we did. Cool. You know? yeah. All right, hey, we're going to jump to a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we've got another riveting Is It Okay for Christians 2 dot 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 topic. See you in just Bye a dolls. moment. Thank you so much for joining us here at Bay Hope TV, whether you're watching us on YouTube or on Facebook, or whether you're listening to us on any one of our podcast providers. And if you're interested in getting connected more with Bay Hope Church, you can head over to bayhope.com at any point or look us up on our socials at Bay Hope Church. We would love to get the chance to talk with you, meet with you, connect with you, and engage with you. And we're back. There's no music coming in off of that, I don't think. Is there music coming in off the break, Justin? Uh, that's up to Mike. I mean, I didn't hear anything <laughs> from him, so 
<laughs> great. All right, cool. There's the music. Cool. Yeah, great. Uh, you can fade his thing down. Yes. And welcome back to the uh, welcome back to the weekday. Um, so in this kind of new iteration of the weekday that we've been doing for the last couple of episodes, this episode we're actually talking about is it okay for Christians to dot 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 just like we've been doing, and you can watch all of those in this here playlist, right? Ooh. There. there. Boom. Right there. there. It is. Uh, you'll be wow. able to watch. Click that card if you're on YouTube. And if you're listening, you don't have a clue what I just did. Uh, I just wanted to do Jesus. But uh, yeah, I did. My I Lord. Wow. Yeah. Sammy Sosa. Um, today Sammy we're Surser. Sammy Surser and <laughs> Mike McGuire. <laughs> Mike McGrath. Mike Mc, no, it's Mike. Mike McGuire and Sammy Susser. Um, no one gets that reference. Yeah, that's okay. Inside joke. Um, Today we want to talk about, is it okay for Christians to dot, dot, dot. And this is, I've had tough time formulating how to actually put it. Yeah. But the after the dot, dot, dot is, is it okay for Christians to dot, 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 believe in science? Mm. And it's, it's, a, it's a broad topic. And I think the quick answer is, yes, it's okay. Yep. But, but there's a... It goes a little bit deeper than that. And so we kind of wanted to peel back the, the layers a little bit like we've been doing on this kind of series and ask the question like, okay, is it okay for a Christian to believe in science? Cool. But how much? Sure. Because there's different there's different levels of scientific belief. Yeah. Um, so I want you to go ahead. You had something when we were talking about this in your office yesterday. I just, I, well, first of all, I didn't know that that was going to be like the title of this. And I think... What did you think it was going to be? Well, no, I don't know. Because we were talking like how it's it's a very, it's a broad topic. Right. And so like, how do you... I'm looking for them uh, YouTube click. Yeah, right. Them YouTube this, this will get it. This <laughs> yeah. will get it. Um, but like, how do you... Because belief in science, like science in and of itself is a process in which we test hypotheses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then whatever the result is does not necessarily even make it a fact. Um, it basically, it only proves whatever the hypothesis hypothesis was, whether or not it was true or false. Right. But you're believing in that hypothesis. That's what I mean. So like you're having faith in. Yeah. And so like, so I just, yes, I don't know if gravity is so much of a thing that we can actually have faith in though. You know what I mean? Like there's, we're going to, we have faith, in the that we have proven gravity to be nine point eight meters per second squared, um, that that's the gravitational yeah pole of uh, on, on Earth. Yeah. Um, so you know, like I I think even even in breaking down your phone, just I phone, knew that was going to happen too. Hey, I saw that. I'm going to make sure it's fine. <laughs> All right. While this while we while he catches up here, we're good. Uh, we're good. Well, hold on, hold on. So I just I want I want I want to if we're, if this is kind of how we're going to go with this, like I want to make sure we frame it correctly in the sense that like. Even scientific facts can be broken. Um, they can also be missing, miscommunicated, right? Um, and also miss, uh, not translated. What's from like misinterpreted? Interpreted. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so I think that it's this. It's it's something that can break down that this over what this large umbrella called science can be. Um, but so anyway, so when we're talking about this, well, hold on, frame, oh, frame. Yeah. We have to frame it too because okay. there, the the reason I'm titling it this way is, I mean, it's a it's it's a it's a it's a ploy to just generate YouTube traffic because that's that's what you do. That's what you do, and that's what we've been seeing, and I've been seeing our numbers go up, and then because that's what you do, you yeah. tag it, and you, and so anybody watching this that has gotten this far, thanks so much. Number one, number two, uh, I I want to kind of encourage us to think about this 
as Christians. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying is science true and I'm not saying is faith real or anything like that. We are coming at this from the basic Christian worldview. And so if you're not a Christian on the other side of this camera, like, awesome. I'm so glad you're all along on this journey with us. Right. We're coming at it from someone who already believes in like the tenets in of, metaphysical, of yeah, and, in a, yeah, in a supernatural being called sure. God and okay. his his son called Jesus, yeah. and even this, even this, how we're framing this is very is scientific in a way. Like this is this is how you set up a scientific. I mean, granted, I don't know. I'm not like a learned scientist or anything, nice. but but I do know that like this is kind of how you have to make certain assumptions yes. about something, yes, uh, to be able to test it. Um, to poke and prod and all that kind of stuff, which yes. I think is if we're if we are coming to this from a certain um, a Christian perspective, I do think like this is this method is something that like I have learned to do with the Bible um, hmm. of just like wh- how does my preconceived notions and hypothesis um, when tested out by the Bible and what God has to say to uh, say about them, what is the result of that? Hmm. Okay. Um, that's Which cool. is just a little side note. Yeah. I've like I, rather than um, be, having to view my faith as like something that I have to defend, um, like it's more about a journey and discovery as to who God reveals Himself to be. Okay. Um, yeah, right, through so the Bible, we've, we've yeah. wasted almost six minutes yeah, I, not ever <laughs> not, not actually not talking about the topic, which so. is very similar to a podcast. That's hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Yes, this is, what, this is how things work. This so, is how podcasts work. As as we get back to the top of the circular yeah. uh, reasoning, is it okay for a Christian to believe in science, Mike? Yes, uh, I would say so. Yes. Okay. Um, I think that I am. I love science, uh, and we've talked about it before too. Like, I love, I love um, astronomy. Um, yeah. And, and even like, uh, rocket science, Mm -hmm. um, a a lot of that kind of stuff I find fascinating. Um, theoretical physics, I think are fascinating. Um, but uh, there are some, there's some parts of these things. I feel like I like them so much because they can, they can be, they can't be proven. Um, theoretical physics is almost. It's in the name theoretical yeah, yeah yeah but like it, it almost feels like a spiritual discussion in this in like a what's what's correct is 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 free will or is it um is there predeterminism or whatever you know like is it wh- which one is correct and like you're never going to land on an answer but it's almost like this thought experiment um or or in that sense a spiritual faith experiment um you know, so theoretical physics, that kind of stuff. I really enjoy that. However, this is this is kind of what I wanted to go. I'm listening. Um, I'm just looking at rocket science, and I was wondering you, if there was an anomie for it, and I can't find it. It's just a branch science. of yeah, a branch of aerospace engineering. Yeah, yeah, just, okay, a lot of that kind of stuff I find fascinating because I feel like it says something about me and what, like the the freedom of being released from gravity and like being in the air. Have you seen Wicked? <sighs> Def- <laughs> Long-time listeners and watchers of the weekday will know that Mike loves musicals. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Just totally derailing. Yeah, my, yeah. Gravity, Mike. Kristen um, Chenoweth and that other from um, that other movie. A de- Keep well, how did how did John Travolta say Adina Menzel? Adina Adina Menzel. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Adina Menzel. Derbin Murderer. Okay. Um, Gosh, where does that go? Oh, I don't know. So it says something about me. Like I like flight and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Whatever. Um, but what I what the the re- when we started talking about this, something I wanted to talk to you about and get your thoughts on 
was something specific to Christianity. And I'm not going to talk about the pandemic or vaccines or anything. I don't oh, want to. Yeah, okay. I don't want to. I don't hear that. Uh, this we're going back because we, we could spike our. our yeah, we, we really could. Um, I don't feel like I don't feel like fleecing our yeah, our viewers that I'm, much. I'm with you. Um, just for for views or whatever. But uh, so in 19, in the 1920s, mm-hmm. there was a trial called the Scopes Monkey Trial. Yeah. Um, which basically was a uh, a legal argument. As to whether or not public schools could teach evolution right. in schools. Right. Um, I would love to get your thoughts on evolution um, within, like, I, I mean, I guess whether or not you think that that's true, um, or to what extent do you think that that's true? Sure. Um, how do you think that that lines up with our belief as Christians? Um, as And, and I'm, I'm, I want to talk about this as like a slice, a very thin, small slice of this I think broader conversation of like, what should Christians believe about yeah. science? This is like probably the most practical thing. And I'm really glad you brought yeah. this up because yeah. I was going to use this example. So uh, about a year ago, and uh, my Austin is here. He can correct me on this. It was my, maybe a year and a half ago. Uh, Grace, our middle child, came home from school and they were talking in biology, I want to say, or life science or something. And they were talking about evolution. Mm-hmm. And she flippantly said, um, well, the teacher said this about evolution, but we don't believe that because we're Christians, right? And it was just kind of like a, and I was sitting at the head of the table, like we were eating dinner and I said, hold on. Like, and we, it was one of those times where we actually had like an hour long conversation about it. Uh, And I broke it down for her and I said, no, we do not believe in the theory of evolution as it's taught because it is taught such that man descended directly from ape and that it is, it is taught as fact. And what is missing there are a bunch of logical steps. Obviously, there's the missing link thing. There's all of that that happens. So the the theory of evolution as studied by kind of Darwin and all of that, and as posited by Darwin, again, theory of evolution right. still hasn't been proven in 115 yeah. years, 150 years, excuse me. They still have not found the missing link between the two. However, so I said all that like, okay, I personally, I believe and what the Bible teaches, we didn't, we didn't come from monkeys. Or apes. However, microevolution on a much smaller scale is a scientifically proven fact over two to three generations. Well, I mean, we're seeing it right now, even with the coronavirus. Like the coronavirus mutates, which is another word for evolves. Correct. Yeah. And, and but I was talking in in terms of human genetics. Sure. Well, I'm just I know that the micro in like the sense that like it's very small, but like even no, no, that, no, I, even that still is 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 along the same sort of lines of what you're talking about. Correct. Yeah. And, and and well, micro what I mean, so macroevolution is the idea that over millions of years right. the dinosaurs humans, or birds or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But microevolution in that sense is between even generations. So from like sure. me to our parents, yeah. there is a bit of evolution there. Absolutely. Uh even at just a slight bit, but yeah. over it's three or deviations. four deviations. Correct. Yeah. Over three or four generations. You have, you don't even have, you have to call it selective breeding, but humans on average are taller. Mm-hmm. Humans on average live longer. Now, yeah. granted, modern medicine yeah, and all that other stuff. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into, sure. a lot of variables. But the taller is not. There is nothing, the, the well, actual. Well, you can argue nutrition is a part of this. Okay. Yeah. But, but again, uh, humans are taller. Humans have uh, more allergies. Uh, again, nutrition, but there's more allergic content made up in the world. Um, there are certain other things. Eyesight is getting worse among teeth, humans. Teeth composition and teeth formation is. I, I was listening to a podcast um, from it's Vox Unexplainable. It's getting worse. Uh, yeah. So they they um, from our like three or four generations ago, they were noticing that skulls had way straighter teeth mm-hmm. 
than humans do now. Yes. Um, and it's because over time, our food has gotten softer and more processed Correct. that our teeth, like the actual uh, tension from eating hard foods at a younger age actually created more space in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, and like genetically, would those genes are starting to reposition themselves or deviate from what it originally was. Right. So, and that's only within three generations. Sure. And so that's, I'm, I'm, I, I, we can go on and on and on. So uh, where we ended up with grace where I, and where I ended up hopefully with our kids and hope, you know, they, they're in public school. Your kids are in public school. Mm-hmm. As Christians, we can't just stand up in front of the class and say like, this is wrong. Right. Because a, that's not how Christians are supposed to act. Um, you, you're not supposed to just walk in and beat people over the head and say, well, this is what the Bible says. Like, okay, well, why do you believe that? Why do we believe that there, you know, if, do you believe in the young earth philosophy that the earth is really only seven or 8,000 years old? I do personally. Um, but then, oh, what about dinosaurs? Okay, well, let's have that conversation. That's an entirely different conversation. And the effects of water, millions of gallons of water, such from like a, fl- a flood that happened maybe with a guy named Noah, um, the the thing, okay, we don't have to go down the flood record thing. We were talking about this. I get real fired up about the flood I record. I guess so. Yeah, uh, I, I do. Because it, it it's a, it's, you talk about the missing link in evolution. It's a missing link in a lot of people's understanding. And most people will, say that there was a, del- a deluge at sure. some point. Even I think at- I think historically it's a it's one of those archetypal stories right in that is every single in, in every single belief system. Well, in like in that part of the world especially. Yeah, yeah. the Middle Eastern belief system, there was mm-hmm. a deluge. Yeah. But everyone fails to recognize or had does not surface. This is not like a, a conspiracy theory thing, but like millions of gallons of water sitting on top of something will compress it to make it look like it's millions of years old. Mm. It just that's that's scientific again science, but that's proven. Like you can you can take and put all of the pressure. They talk about how are diamonds formed? Pressure, 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 pressure. Sure. How else? Like how do you get layer, layers of sediment and things like that? Well, pressure. And over over a span of about a year, where there was just water on the earth, like that's what happens. Anyway, um, I love that that conversation is a conversation to have. Anyway, I I go back to the evolution thing. That's where we ended up with evolution on our kids. So why were you asking the question? Well, I just think it's interesting because where, what, where do you land on? That? I don't land anywhere close to that. Okay, cool. I want to <laughs> um, hear this. I, I mean, the evolution topic is very interesting to me. I, well, okay. First of all, again, assumptions. I, I think that we can hold in tension our belief systems and science, and a lot of those things can operate together. Okay. Um, I don't necessarily. I agree with that. Yeah. No. I know. I know. Um, and whatever. I mean, like at the end of the day. Whenever we die and meet God face to face, there's like so much that we're going to be wrong about. Like it's nuts. Um, and not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like, you know, this is, this is one of those things like we'll never be able to prove whatever we're talking about. Like, honestly, we will never be able to prove it. A hundred percent. Yes. Um, young earth, old earth, billions of years, thousands of years. Like who cares at this point in time? Like I do know. Like what I do believe that God created everything Mm -hmm. and is continuing to renew and restore. Um, and like, I I believe that for sure. Well, it's the, and I, and I want to, I want to stop right now real quick because I don't want to get labeled from this as I'm the young earth, you know, whatever guy I'm, I like to follow Tim Keller's thing. Tim Keller's like, well, this is what I hold to right now. Sure. But like some other piece of evidence could show up and change my mind. Like I'm not, I'm not going to die on that hill. See, And that's, and that to me, like that's in this whole conversation, I would love for that to be like the the way that Christians carry themselves and it is a non-essential as as opposed to like I said before like having to defend a wall 
that is one of the most unattractive things we can do as a Christian. Yes. Like we, we do not need to defend like what God has done. We don't like it is tried and true. And will like the way that we live should be more than enough for people to understand what we believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll say that um, as far like the, the evolution stuff, I think, I, I think it's fascinating what the Bible doesn't say about all this stuff. And I think for, for me, like I've had to do a lot of untraining in reading the Bible as a, a textbook hmm. uh, B as like a history book, because at the end of the day, middle Easterns from thousands of years ago who barely knew how to write, like let alone read, um, like they only communicated through campfire, mm-hmm. you know, like the sitting around a campfire smoke signals. Yeah. You know, like it was the, the way that they lived their life was like, we can't stress enough. It was so different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the, what they put weight on and all that kind of stuff was completely different. And so I think it's fascinating how much detail there isn't in the Genesis, the creation story. Um, I did hear, I would, I'll send you a link and if you're cool with it. I would love to put it in the in the description uh, from the Bible Project. Um, so it's like oh, yeah. it's a, a these two gr- this group, and we've talked about it before. But these these two guys who I I mean I trust a lot about what they have to say about the Bible. Yes, um, and they actually had a Christian uh, anthropologist on hmm. to talk about the Adam and Eve story, and he thinks he posits, and I don't necessarily believe this necessarily. I think that it's a super interesting thing to talk about. He thinks. Uh, that as Christians, we can believe in evolution uh, and believe that evolution happened and also believe that Adam and Eve were actually real people and the Garden of Eden was actually a real place. Yeah. Um, and his his whole thing was super interesting in saying that, like, where did the other people come from that God is talking about? You know, like it talks about God creating a space, creating Adam and Eve from the ground or creating Adam from the ground, creating Eve from Adam. He's like, that's the, that could have like very much happened and created this like perfect paradise of a place as a display to the rest of the world to like, Mm -hmm. what does this look like to live in community with God in a perfect setting? Um, You know, and then once Adam and Eve broke that, uh, you know, then that created like the, the curse or whatever on the rest of like God's people trying to be displayed to the rest of the world to what this looks like to live in community. Like, it's very fascinating. Well, and then, and then you bring up the Nephilim and you bring up, that's what I'm talking about, you know, like, but then, then it also talks about like the sons of God and like listening to angels and all that stuff. Listening to conservative scholars try to explain that stuff away. And that's where I usually just shut down and go like, guys, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. and And I think that it's, it's fascinating, you know, um, it's fascinating in a Dan Brown Da Vinci Code type way of like, I think so. hey, like, there's there's a mystery here that I eventually want to solve, but like, is it going to disrupt my sleep tonight? No, I think I think you saying non-essential is is like a I think I think it's it it is as long as we can always come back to the idea that like there was a, an original creator with or there was a creator with an original intent that like the way that we experience even creation right now is still not the way that God originally intended it to be. Yes. Um, I think that there's like a thousand different ways we can get back to that. And Jesus is the one who is actually helping not just our inner lives and our inner souls, but actually um, the peop- the the one to like reform and restore creation. Because at the end of the day, like but the end of Revelation is not some metaphysical, uh, you know, with, at the end of time or all that kind of stuff. Like God is... God's desire is to renew earth. 
and the new Jerusalem and the new heavens and the new earth, like that's here. That's a physical place. And like us being resurrected is not some resurrection to this cloud city. Like God is, is very involved and wants to be involved in the inner workings of how things are. Um, and has given us that desire to figure that out as well through things like science. Mm. Um, and I don't think science and Christianity need to be diametrically opposed to each other. No, And, yeah. and the, what's that, what we're seeing during COVID and really the entire 18 months of the pandemic has been even more of a wedge between faith and right. science, faith and reason, if you want to call it well, that. Well, and I think too, like even from like a sociological perspective, um, we we try to create constructs within our minds and within our societies to try and explain things. Um, And I think it is our jobs as Christians to try and understand even the constructs that people are set up for each other, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's right, whether it's wrong, whatever, but you know, like there's been so much talked about like critical race theory and um, you know, even like when it comes down to political ideologies, we need to be, we need to understand how all these things work and like, but fully being comfortable and confident, like just because if we learn about this stuff does not mean that it's going to like shove off that, that Jesus is not in the tomb anymore. You know, like those things can exist in the same Mm. sentence. Did you, did you listen to the most recent carrying you off John Mark Comer thing? Yeah. We talk about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, One of the things he said, and I I have one thing I want to read real quick, but um, one of the things that Comer said was that Christianity needs to feel different than culture. Absolutely. And what has been happening is too often co- Christians, and this goes with science, yeah. Christians have been trying to worm their way into culture and say like, this is what God told us to do. Right. And instead, what you see biblically is that Christians were separate from culture. Yeah. They were around it and they understood it yeah. and they played in that sandbox, but that's not where they live. Absolutely. They lived and breathed and believed outside of that sandbox. And like that's what this, that's what this art, that's what this entire topic is right well, now. And, and he was th- in, in that interview too. He had a moment there. He also talked about how like, it's not a reclusive version of life. Like right. to live holy is, means you cannot be a recluse. Yeah. Uh, it can't mean that you just uh, hunker down you're and be like mother or father. Yeah. Like you're not like, Oh here, I'm going into my bomb shelter. Cause I don't like the way culture is going. Like, no, like that's when, that's when like Christians should be blossoming, you know, in, in a situation like that, where because we live so radically different from the rest of culture and society, like that's what actually makes the gospel so attractive. Yes. Um, I do want to read this real quick. Um, uh, this is my, this is going to be my Stephen A. Smith final yeah, word. Okay. <laughs> um, this is from a, an organization called Biologos, which are, it's, literally means life and word. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, uh, it's more of a physical, I don't know. It's a, it's a really cool Bible project type thing. Uh, and, uh, the heading of it is our Christianity and science completely separate. And they say one way to erase the conflict between science and Christianity is to view them as entirely separate endeavors with different purposes, methods, and bodies of knowledge. This view emphasizes that science is a system of knowledge about the world and its behavior, whereas religion is about morality, God, and the afterlife. Thus, Christianity and science cannot conflict because they are addressing different sorts of questions. This is the part that I wanted to get to. 
this model remi- also reminds us that science is not the only source of knowledge. Right. There are many sorts of questions that just simply do not fall under the domain of science. Borrow an example from Reverend John Polkinghorne, which is a great name. There's more. <laughs> yeah. There's more than one answer to the question of why is the water boiling in the tea kettle? Yeah. The scientific answer might be the water is boiling because the temperature undergoes uh, f- uh, phase transition from right. liquid to vapor. Another acceptable, though non-scientific answer is is the uh, the water is boiling because I put the kettle on the stove. Yeah. A third answer might be the water is boiling because my prayer partner is coming over for tea. None of the answers is wrong. Right. Rather, each gives a different perspective on the question. The scientific answer does not tell the whole story. Science cannot answer questions like, is my friend trust- trustworthy or is this poem well-written? Yeah. Science is tremendously successful in understanding the physical world, but we should not let us or let that tempt us to think that it can be used to understand everything in yeah. life. And like, that's exactly what we're talking about. But right. to have it phrased in such a way with kind of the different sides of the element or mm-hmm. different sides of the elephant yeah. argument right. is great. Um, yeah. cause you don't usually hear that with science. It's usually science is kind of the overruling or overarching thing. And then you hear the elephant argument with like Buddhism and Christianity right. and Muslim like, Oh, well they're all looking at the same God, but it's different sides. Like, no, 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 wait yeah. a minute. That's no, that's not at all. That's right. not at it at all. It, um, Justin, we have failed to come to you in this whole thing and we apologize for that. <laughs> oh no. I'm, I'm sorry. Are you sorry? You know, my one to ten. Eight. Scale of one to ten. Ten being like really remorseful. One being like, I'm gonna go home now. What's the most offensive to you? Because I don't feel like it's a one or a ten. <laughs> it would be like a three or a seven. Yeah. Uh yeah. Or like a two or an eight. Ooh, yeah. even better. <laughs> <laughs> even better. <laughs> Justin, any kind of wow. closing closing thoughts on this whole thing? We're gonna let Mike just figure out the number there. <laughs> All right, we'll come back yeah. for for the number so I can get offended. Yeah, exactly. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've done it. I've done I've already I've already done everything to do. Yeah. To wow. you. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you. But um yeah, I mean through, I guess, like just from listening to you guys talk and everything, I was just kind of thinking about like all the times that I've been wrong about like anything, and just like <laughs> you're gonna, you even, get married, pal. So it's uh, just, just get used to it. You're gonna be wrong a marriage, lot. Yeah, marriage. Yeah. Like, and I, I don't mean that. And that's not a slanderous thing towards wives. That's you marriage will, is no, the quickest way. Absolutely, be wrong. Mar- actually, it is the quickest way to reveal wrong. all of your selfishness ever mm. is marriage. And you're gonna be wrong about so much, marriage and you're means. you're gonna have to humble yourself and go like, oh yeah. I was very wrong about that. Yeah. Sorry. Love you, Jenna. <laughs> no, that's that's true. And like, well, I mean, because on that note too, because like I'm just like thinking of times that like I've been not only just wrong, but like so sure, like mm. 100% sure about something. Yep. And then all of a sudden I go back and check it like, oh, like that, <laughs> I was, that's not what it was at all. Yeah. Like uh, just like, even just like random, like small stuff. But um, something that, I thought was also kind of interesting is Andy, when you talked about when you're saying about how, you know, like as Christians, we can't conform to culture. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like as, as far as science, I mean, you know, do like going back to the question, do I think that it's wrong to like believe in science as the general question? I mean, no, I, I think that uh, science is um like really just like a gift from God that we're able to um, really test things and find stuff out and use our, use our brains and just, um, you know, in that way, I think it's, it's great. It's, it's fun. It's, it, you know, it kind of like satisfies like that, you know, we're able to like, you know, find stuff out. Um, But uh, in some, I mean, and I'm just thinking about like the way that the culture is right now with like everybody having access to Google and just like everything. All of a sudden, everybody's a scientist too. <laughs> and so, 
That's true. In some ways, I feel like, because like us, of course, like as Christians, we can't conform to culture. In some ways, um, because of that, I feel like science can also conform to culture. Hmm. Um, because... Oh, 100%. With, and how with, it's communicated, for yeah. sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because... Everyone's got like a... a agenda yeah exactly yeah and you know everybody who is able to type a question into google is all of a sudden an expert so yeah, yeah. Mm. but um well that's I, good that's good justin I that's think a real too, good view i think too you know mm. like a lot of people read studies but they're not the actual studies they're the abstracts of an abstract yeah uh-huh yeah they're like they're they're <laughs> it's a tweet a, from it, an abstract yeah it's a journalist yeah breaking down an like an actual study of a study that was done, you know, like it's so far removed from friend the of actual of tigers. Is like struggling. if you read an actual scientific study, it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it is horrible to read. <laughs> Somebody please synthesize this for me. So yes. I don't have to read this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, text. that's true. I, th- I think we just have to be sure to look at everything through the lens of the Bible and not the other way around. And as long as we do that, then we can be sure that we're not really, or, you know, we're, it'll, it'll be easier not to conform to culture that way. Um, I guess that's, that's kind of like the, the short answer and the long answer of what I was thinking during the conversation. And that is the final word. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a good, that's good. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna wrap up this discussion here. Um, I think this is one we could take for another five hours. Uh, and Mm. I know hopefully if you've made it this far, uh, you probably have some things you want to say as well. We would love to hear those things, honestly, like tweet us, hit us up in our DMS, all that information's below, uh, comment below on this as well. Uh, if you're watching this in a premiere, you can always throw it into the live chat, um, or email us or, text us or carrier pigeon us however you want to mm, where do we stand on messages in the bottles problem with those <laughs> though is that they usually end up on the the wrong side yeah. so okay right. yeah and, how, and what do you do if you live in Topeka we, we for them or against them I'm for just, them okay, I'm just okay. saying like what do you do I just, if you, I just if you need live to in, know I just need to know where we as Christians need to stand on messages <laughs> that's in actually, bottles don't, 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 oh, don't spoil okay, it okay. Don't spoil that's it. a tease that's a tease yes that's next a tease yeah next time thanks so much for watching we're gonna close up shop here we love you guys we thank you so much for being part of the weekday army we'll talk to you next time bye bye Hey, thanks for tuning in to Bay Hope TV. Be sure to like and share these videos with your friends as it really does help this channel out. And be sure to subscribe for more Bay Hope TV content. As always, thanks for watching.